When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Robot building supplies helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Uh, magnificent to have your company on. Uh, I don't know what's happened. It's gone from being an absolute belter to another one of those days that we're seeing far too often here in Melbourne town where the rain has started falling again, Henry Gaze. Extraordinary. What a weekend too, though, Andy. Coming off a very nice three-day stint we had of the very nice work well, you're with the weather. Here. May I say, yes. like at this time of the year with all the water, mm. high water table, and then you get a bit of sunshine. The greenness Everything grows quickly. Yes. Your hair has grown oh. so quickly. Oh, the same thing's happened to your hair. Is it? Is there a relation? Oh, I don't believe so. As the weather pops up, you've got the Fred Astaire just... Like a lot of volume in the hair. Ooh. Like, well, may not say volume. I Maybe not, not volume, but length. Yeah. What you've got left is growing like straight north. Was there any signs to that that maybe as the warm weather kicks in... I don't know. The hair just bang, just I starts growing. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't believe there's any signs. Mm. Tell you what's going on in the uh, National Football League of the United States of America. Yes. The season uh, slightly turned on its head here today with two of the two teams that everybody's been saying are the, uh, to, with all due respect to the Philadelphia Eagles, who might exit this weekend uh, during their bye, of course, the, the new number one seed. But Buffalo and Kansas City are about to be uh, handed a, a defeat at the hands of the uh, Tennessee Titans. This is, uh, if you're a fan of the... Mahone's uh, not, not firing. No, no. No, Pug Mahone's today. He is uh, getting beaten Wow. by a team with a second not game. Not over yet, though, Andy. A second. Malik Willis playing his only second game uh, as a quarterback no, with Ryan Tannehill sick. 17-9. to Kansas City currently trailing it with 3.39 remain. Three minutes and 39 seconds. 36 35, Thank you. you, know Thank I mean. you. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, so time is ticking away. Not beyond them. A converted uh, touchdown here, and we well, go into OT. Well, not a. No. Seven, uh, eight, eight point. Yeah, yeah, eight point. Converted. Well, yeah, well, converted touchdown is typically seven points. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, the, they, the two, they need the yeah, two they need point two conversion. Pointer. Yeah, 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 that which they could do, of course they My could. Would they can? So we'll keep an eye on that as the day rolls on. Well, I'll tell you if you if you love your football, I don't know if you can get hold oh, of it. You need to. Well, it's a pot. It's a rocks. The LSU. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Tom LSU. Brain. No, no. Well, the LSU Alabama game that we saw yesterday. OT. It went into OT, and uh, Alabama lucky to get it to OT. Very fine field goal. And just as we're speaking, Patty Mahomes rushing TD. Rushing TD, and now the conversion, the two point conversion, they're going to go through. <laughs> and just as I said, Andy, don't reel them out just yet. No. No, Hello, sir. this is just an extraordinary television we're watching Well, right this here. is true. Unfortunately, other people are not watching it, so we might no. be disenfranchising them as we do. But, oh, but we'll as I said, it. we'll keep you up to date. No, I hope, hopefully more. Do you think more people are getting uh, having some sort of passing interest in the NFL as oh, the years go by? Yeah, I think it's an emerging. No, 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 no. I think we've gone an from emerging product. the last 10 years, it is 
Big time in this country, the NFL. Wonder how many people listening to just yep, a, yes, which we gave away. Yes or no mm-hmm. off the uh, forty winks temper text oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Yes, just a just yeah a Y or an N. Yes, if you're in and you're interested. N if you're not. Just give us a little snapshot so um, okay. we can curate how much conversation we have about it. Uh, between now well, and, you know, but before we get started. I tell you what you have sparked is people that uh, understand follicles because they are suggesting the warm weather. Yes, they do. The hair and the fingernails apparently grow quicker in oh, the warmer weather. There's no question about fingernails. <laughs> but fingernails down, particularly when you're down the beach. Really? I don't know what it is. I think it's a combination of the sun, the warmth, okay. and sea, sea air and salt water. Mm. Fingernails. I was not aware of that at all. Go mad. A big show today for uh, Robot Building Supplies and Berwick BMW. Josh Jenkins, he's, he's he's a horse groupie. He's gone over to New Zealand to follow a horse. Oh, I don't know much about it, but I want him to tell paid. us more. He'd be getting paid. There'd be a few something in it for him. Oh. A little something-something for the effort. He ain't getting on a plane and going no, to New no, Zealand. No, 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 you don't understand. He was trying to get work to pay for the trip over there because he just wanted to be there to follow. I think he thinks it's the greatest pacer or trotter. I'm not sure whether it's a pacer or a trotter. That the world has ever seen. Not harness racing we're talking oh, about. Oh, we are talking about harness racing. We're talking about harness racing. We are. Mm. Which is a sport that is, you know, by and large, sort of lost a bit of its luster. <sighs> Remember you and I would have, back in the day when we were kids growing yes. up, the Saturday Night Penthouse Club. Billy, Bill Collins. And, uh, Marie. No. Uh, uh, Mike Williamson. Harding. Mike Williamson uh, uh, and Maureen, Maureen Hardy. Maria Hardy. Maureen, uh, Maureen Harding, was it? Was it Maureen? Hardy. Yeah, it was Hardy. Mary Hardy. Mary. Mary Hardy. Yeah. And if it wasn't Bill Collins. And they were Collins, on the darts while they're, they're, it was they're Ray, doing the correct. show. It was Ray Benson. Yep. Ray Benson. Loved and it. it. Yeah, it was, bit of, just a funny combination of a bit of uh, evening entertainment, the Mar- singing and the Maria dancing. Maria Venuti. And all of a sudden, we'll stand by. We're just going to go to the trots. Correct. When and we get to we the go. showgrounds. Yes. Well, Bill Collins will call the fourth. Cap- I tell you what, you, you, they're coming through. The voting is going ape dropping. About what? About the NFL. So why are you we seeing a lot of are we seeing a lot of Y's or a lot of N's? Well, it's, they're coming through that fast. It's hard to well, tell. Just give me a sense. From... I'm saying it's about fifty fifty, but there's a few F nos. Now well, I know what that, that means. Well, that oh, means oh, yes, I do. I know what that means. It. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. Like no, no, there's a lot of yeses. In fact, I think it. If I was to just to make a judgment, as I can just feel wind coming off the temper text machine, it's going that fast. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, it is. Right, yep, yep. Uh, yes! I would say it's about 60-40 yes, yes, yes. for the yes. Well, that staggers me because I reckon... 60-40 for the yes. If we had have done that, if we had have popped that question out to the audience about three years ago, I reckon it was still relatively... Um, that. It was a pretty obscure. Mm. You had to kind of dig hard to find it and uh, it wasn't everyone. But I, I feel like the NFL has caught on in Australia. I think oh, it's no. followed. It's followed. Well, hang on, Andy. Hang on. It's Here followed in the wake of the NBA. And uh, what, talk us through what's going We've on. We've got here. a two-point uh, conversion attempt coming okay. up right now. Mahomes. He's going. They're going to pass. He drops back. He's looking. At, we, he's going to run. to his left. Goes Can to the end zone. There? I and think he got there. I think he got in. He got in. Yes, he did. Game tight. Oh, the fans are getting around him. Geez, easy. They're, they're still, slapping him across the bonds. He's got a helmet on. It's still that helped. No, well, not necessarily. That's true. Still three minutes to go, so a long way to go. Uh, Josh Jenkins, Dean Vickerman, Ryan Harris. We've got to talk about the cricket. Campbell Campbell Brown's mm. doing something extraordinary. I nicked upstairs earlier to do a thing, and he's upstairs working as part of the SEN track crew. He's in the it full amazing. Light, he's in the full lycra. He is. He's on a stationary mm-hmm. uh, cycle, cycle yep. bicycle. Mm. 
And he's doing the whole show Pedaling. while riding a bike. Don't know how he does it. I don't know how he's doing it. And when he's either. talking, you wouldn't know. He's, he must be in decent shape because he, he's not puffing. Or he, and he's going pretty pretty he's hard in the vision that I saw. He's raising money for something. Now, I don't know what it is, but Brandy's going to come down after five. And we'll, uh, the effort's going to be enormous. And we'll give him a shout-out. Mm. Like we should also give another shout-out to another one of our own. And that is Kane Corns, who ran the New York Marathon on the weekend. Blew up, apparently. He didn't make it. I think he finished, but I think he uh, he hit the wall at about 23 Ks. Mm. Not a good time to hit the wall in a marathon. Well, the run from Adelaide to Melbourne, I don't know if that's the appropriate type well, of preparation for a New York marathon either. No, nah, the body needs time to recover. recover. Thought. Yep, here, here. Uh, Al, Payton's, Al Payton, our great mate, is going to join us again. A BBL super coach time, of course. So mm. Al Payton's going to give us a steer in towards mm. uh, players you should be considering mm. if you're putting together a super coach a BBL team. Pox rocks. You know how Monday works. one 736 Before we get stuck into it on Tradies Hour for Race Gutters Australian mm-hmm. May Built to Last, mm-hmm. can I just ask an o- another overarching sweeping question? I'm I very like keen this. to get your mm-hmm. thoughts on this. So Australia don't make the final four of the no, they don't. Um, T20 World Cup. There's, there's the obligatory sort of fallout to Australia not meeting mm-hmm. expectations and, you know, calls for revamp this and redo that and uh, ways we approach this form of the game. And we'll speak to um, Ryan Harris about all of that when he joins us later. But I feel like rolled up in all of that mm-hmm. is this sense that that we should be hurting as a nation, that we failed to defend. It's a mm-hmm. World Cup. It's an ICC event. We're all here. It's in our own backyard. And it, there's this sense that we should be feeling, you know, really More kind rejected. of... Yes. Mm. I don't feel it. I don't either. And I wonder whether people do, Keith. Well, I think we, like, can we I, do care. It's one one three hundred seven three six seven three six. How much mm. are you hurting as a sports fan, in particular a cricket fan, in it, with our inability to make the final four? I'd love to know. Does it? Did it mean? Did it mean anything to you at all? I think all Australians. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I think a lot of Australians they're disappointed, but it's like. Like Glenn Maxwell, when we'll play his comments a little bit later on you as well. Play, you can play them now. If well, you Glenn want. Maxwell's comments where it's a bit dismissive. Oh, well, it's time to move on. Which, when you think of a World Cup, you would think it would invoke a greater response uh, and a greater level of disappointment. And I think from a practical, pragmatic standpoint, Glenn Maxwell's comments make sense because you do have to move on. You're an athlete, well, you're a professional you athlete. Yeah. But I would have thought playing for Australia in this any format when you've got these things that only come around every two years, that you would uh, be expressing and be more visually upset about the performance. And maybe because he was actually one of the few that did quite well, that maybe he thinks, well, well, I did my job. There's not much not, more. Not, I my can fa- not my fault. No, I don't know if you go not that my far. Fault. No, because that's too harsh. Yeah. No, but, but he might be saying, well, it, it, it is what it is. And, because the calendar is so busy, we don't have time to dwell on it. I think if that's the case... Shall we play a bit of what Maxie said? Because it has raised the eyebrows of plenty. Um, Ian Healy, the latest up in Brisbane. Michael to, Clark. Michael was, Clark's had a bit to mm. say about it. A few, Andrew McDonald's been asked about Glenn mm. Maxwell's body language and the content um, of, of the stuff he delivered in his in his you know post-tournament oh, um, uh, mm. press conference. Here's a bit of what Glenn Maxwell had to say. Cricket never stops, so you, you don't get time to dwell. Maybe when you retire, you think back to it and, oh, it would have been nice to have won that, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> There's no point in dwelling about it. It's, it's like, oh, well, should, 
Wish we had a one. We didn't. <laughs> Would the same response if they just lost a test series against, let's just say, not 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 an Ashes? No, one no, no, no. It's a World Cup. You can put it. Can I, you put the I Ashes? Think, I think. I don't think you can. Not with a T Twenty World Cup. No, I don't think it quite has that status. No, no. It, no, I'm sorry. It certainly doesn't have mm. that status. But it is a World Cup. It is. But let's say, for example, we're playing against the West Indies in a three-test series. Would yeah, would he have the same response if he was playing in that type of series as he would here in the World Cup playing on your home deck? And the only other thing about it too, Andy, and I know their form it's, wasn't great. Yeah. Their, their form wasn't great. Mm. But if they actually had to play that game that got rained out, and they win that uh, game. If, they're yeah. in the finals. Well, if you're up, if your mother's, if your sister's know, got whiskers, she's, so your, three, she's a bicycle. Three, one. What was that thing? What I said all those if years ago? If Miani's had agates, then she'd be my uncle or something. Well, what, what I remember, what I had that stupid saying oh, years ago. I don't, ago. Know, I don't what know what he said, but I oh, know your point's valid, but it's stupid because what happened is what happened. No, that's true. But, but you know what I mean? Like, there's no, mm. there's no point saying, oh, well, if only we had, if we had a one that, and if the Irish didn't make 140, and. Mm. But they've you know, won three. Of- I understand that, but mm. the but yeah, there's only we know it's hard, it's hard to qualify mm. in a in a Super Twelve format where only two get through from two groups of six. It's not easy. You can't put a foot wrong, um, and when we put our foot wrong, we put it well, we real only, wrong. Well, we only put it wrong, really, really wrong in the one game we lost. Yeah, where got New Zealand and got, got hold of us and got obliterated, well, and the run true. and the run rate becomes a major factor. But that's not that is not. Uncommon in this form of the game. No, no, no. You can have a stinker, yep. and uh, but they, they, you've come back. You've okay. There was times against Ireland where we, what do we have them five for twenty five? Yeah, and we did. We we let them get away from us. Yeah, but we still won. So you're still winning. So what are you what are you saying? Well, the point is, what are you is saying? that the nature of the game yes. is such that maybe the reason why we're not so uh, gutted and disappointment. We understand the nature of the game is such that that in this format of it, that you're going to have these types of uh, experiences where, A, it's just a bit of bad luck. I wonder whether Maxwell's point is goes to the very heart of T20 cricket. Well, if that's the case, then T20 cricket, if that is a universal view... I, think it, I reckon that's what it does. Well, then T20 cricket's got some issues. I think it does, mate. And I then think... maybe then it's it's, it's be, be relegated to, well, it's got... T20 is the club format of it, where we, we're going to invoke because of all the money... Correct. ...that's going to invoke a little bit more... Yes. ...determination yes. And, and emotion and disappointment. Because without that, then you're missing a major essence of sport at the elite and level. And you can't just jar that in. You can't just say, oh, we're going to go in. T20 cricket's happening. There's 350 games that are played every year. We're going to have a World Cup every two years, and it's going to be important. It's mm-hmm. going to be important, and all the countries in the world are going to play mm. it, and it's going to mean something. And, and, and you know, it's going to be, it's going to have the same gravitas as a Test Series mm. or a World Cup, you know, the traditional 50 over mm. World Cup. Just because you, just because you say it doesn't mm. mean it's going to happen. And I think T20 cricket is this. I think mm. it is a – Maxwell hits that point, I reckon, that it is a rolling series well, of franchise on. cricket mm. tournaments around the world. And the, the international stuff – look, we don't play – I don't think we play another T20 international until next August. Mm. So it's not – it doesn't take a priority no. on the schedule. But here's the thing, Andy. Here, here's the thing. Uh, if I was to, if, if I take a selfie view and go back to my own personal experiences, if you go back to as the a top, basketballer, as a basketballer, yeah, yeah. so we went away and you play back then the season we used to play in our winter time. So the World Cups, our season used to pause 
our, our local season used to pause for the World Cup, for World Championships and even the Olympics sometimes. Yep. So, so uh, after you go and you have a disappointment, 1986, we, we, we suck. We come back. Uh, I'm still not saying, oh, well, I'm coming back next week. I've got to focus in on got the NBL yeah, season. We're Illawarra. I've got to just put. Now, you want pragmatically, you think, for your own performance and the performance of your team, you've, you've got to try and do that. But you can't. No, mate. You it's can't. You're going, oh, geez. It's like a part of your leg. It's part of the emotional attachment you have to it. It can take. Some people don't recover from it ever. No. I, and that's what I think. That's what you want to hear sports mm. people say. You want to hear that it means more than anything. Mm. You, that's what you, So when you hear Maxie say what he said after, it kind of jars because, hang on, mate, you were playing for Australia. Mm. What You're just going to move on? What? Well, well, maybe that's a circumstance of the T20. I think it is. This is what mm. I'm getting at. And I, I don't think – I think it is what it is. Right. It's entertainment and it's well-packaged. It's great entertainment. But does it – can it – is it ever going to be more than that? Is it more to that to you now – are you disappointed by um, Glenn Maxwell's reaction or Austra- mm. or Australia's mm. failure to get through to the semi-final well, stage? I'd mm. love to get some. We'll get some calls but after on, the break, and, Andy. Yep. And we'll go to the calls. I want this view as well to to, to, to see if I have a sense that um, and and it's been based on the information we get off the temper text over the last couple of weeks throughout this period. Yeah. I almost get a sense that not not only are many Australians like ah who cares, I get a sense that. Many Australians are like, I'm glad they lost. Oh, no, that's another subject. So don't waste, don't burn those now. Because well, I reckon, I'm telling no, you, no, that's I, the feedback. I, that I, I, th- I think we should dive into it. We've got to get to I an ad break. I can't believe that I any think, Australian would have that attitude. No, I think we've got to get to an ad break. We do. But I think that's an issue right. that we should throw into the mix on the other side of it. 17 all, one minute remaining. And they've got the ball. Kansas City have got it back. And they, and get they the got first the down. first down. Uh, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We're here for Robot Building Supplies. Robot's got it. And Berwick BMW pre-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. Your calls after the break. V- very exciting for us. There's a hard out at three thirty, so uh, we'll get to calls either side of that hard out. Mm. Andy's uh, on the road, uh, gr- mate. Lovely to uh, have you with us. First cab off the rank for this Monday afternoon. Are you? Are you? Are you in pain as a result of Australia's inability to qualify for the? semi-final stage of the T20 World Cup? Oh, mate, I struggled to get out of bed this morning. Um, just really, really put a downer on a, uh, such a beautiful spring day. And no, seriousness, until about eight minutes ago that you actually told me, Andy, I didn't know, I, I didn't even know that they were, uh, they were out. But, yeah, no, it's disappointing that they were out. Really, really Do, have you got a theory as to uh, – I, I hold this kind of broad view and I can I can see the merit as a counter view, but that T20 cricket shouldn't be played internationally. Now, I understand it's really important for the smaller nations in their development uh, and, you know, their growth. I understand it's really important, but I don't, I don't know whether it works, Andy. We've got a World Cup for football coming up in three weeks and we're all going to be enormously invested in that. Um, despite all of the misgivings about you know the, the host and all of those sorts of bits and pieces, but when the sport starts, we'll be all in. I, I don't know if T20 cricket is is ever going to capture the imagination the way other forms of cricket do and other sports World Cups do. No, I don't. Honestly, I don't think it will. I think it's um, more baseball and NBA style. Like if, if you go on the road for four or five games in a month. You're going to lose one or two, so that that's where I, I compare T20. Yes, I know, 
mocking cricket a little bit, but if you're in the Ashes series and and the Poms are here for eight weeks or, or three months, that's totally different. If if you're uh, if if you're playing T20, uh, it's it's more like okay, I've lost a few games out of a hundred and whatever. What do, what do the uh, baseballers play? Yeah, hundred eighty-two. Yeah, 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 hundred eighty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're never going to go one hundred eighty-two and zero. One innings, one or two innings, and and you're out of the tournament. The same same thing happened now. You can't, you can't. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think you can really be fully invested in, uh, in that. I form think that's. I reckon, yeah, thanks, Igorin. That's where sort of Maxi was getting to, but it's been heard a different way by a lot of people. I reckon Matt's in Brisbane. Give us your thoughts, Matt. Yeah, good day, Andy. Daisy, how are you, boys? Good, good, thanks, Matty. Boys, I just reckon the Australian cricketers have become so self-entitled, mm. I suppose you could say. It's a little bit rough, but you look at... I've been a part of junior cricket clubs and senior cricket clubs at an amateur level, and it's that hard to raise money and funds and volunteers and all that. And when you get blokes like Paddy Cummins, who's your captain of the Australian team, all he wants to do is... You know, sort of whinge about where the money's mm. coming from, you know, and then you've got Maxi coming out and saying who kids and juniors and that absolutely love and look up to, and you come out and say, well, yeah, we lost the World Cup, but we don't really care. Like, yeah, it's sort of yeah. I think you've, I think you and Gazy are hitting on something here, Matt, and it's um, I think it's been reflected perhaps in the response to this tournament and and maybe a reaction to a few other bits and pieces. I think we'll something we'll jump into on the other side of the latest from the newsroom. Robert Lindsay, we'll get to you next. Nice work from you, Stone Cold. Nice work from you, Rod, too. Not opening up the key a little early while my colleague was screaming in the studio. Well, there's something I know that I don't know whether you're really genuine agitated or not. I can't tell on this one. And it's the Scotty Gullen who does a fantastic job in the Herald Sun in regards to all things media when it comes to the uh, football. And he's done his top 15 play-by-play calls. Oh, yeah, no, fantastic list. You are a play-by-play caller, and I am... What number do I come in? Well, list. you're not in his top I beg your 15. Pardon? I beg your pardon. You knew that. Oh, Don't that's try and fake it. Can you it? not get to you that now? Because Ryan be Harris in is the on, top 15. Ryan Harris is... On, that's ridiculous. Ryan Harris is on the line. Say and that w- hand on heart. Well, I appreciate your, 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 the genuine way that you... It is genuine. Can we go, go to Ryan Harris, please? He's, he's played for Australia like you have, and I'm very keen to get his thoughts so on... So am I, by the way. Well, I know you are, mm. because you're, you are itching to talk about Pat Cummins and Alinta and all that sort of no, stuff. No, I'm not. You are so. <laughs> I'm not. You, you haven't gone hard on Maxi yet, which I think you're planning on doing. And I'm it, not going hard on Maxi. Ryan Harris. Because he was one of the standout performers. Uh, Ryan I'm Harris. just not sure about the post... <laughs> Uh, what's happened post-tournament, whether that sort of meets all of our values or not. I'm still waiting to just get some feedback. <laughs> Ryan, it's it's Andy Murray and Andrew Gazy, mate. Thanks. For, hopefully you're still there. Uh, we, we, pre- cool. we appreciate you joining us, mate. Hey, we're, we're having this kind of broad conversation in the wake of us not getting through to the semi-final stage of the World Cup. And from, from where we are down here, it, it doesn't seem like there's been a great sense of despair amongst the Australian sports community, even the cricket community, doesn't seem necessarily to care as much as some people would like us to. Do you do you get a sense for that as well? Um, great to speak to you, boys. Um, uh, I, do, I do get that sense. Um, obviously, um, with that comment, I was going to show up with that, that comment from, uh, from 
we went Maxwell um, yeah. saw yesterday. I, think it was, I, was, I was pretty disappointed reading that, to be honest. Now, it's, it's obviously a, a snippet of a comment and the exact context of how it was said and what you know what the question was doesn't come with that. But the wording itself would, would, would well, as I said, it, it disappointed me that, that the, what, what he said, if, if they were the exact, exact words. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah look, it's, it's a tough one. I mean... T20 cricket's funny. It can go your way. It, it, can, it, can, it can change so quickly. I think we've seen that in the last couple of days with some upsets, some massive upsets in the game. And if you're not on your game, um, you know, coming into such a big tournament in this format, um, you don't get the results. And I don't think Australia were um, at their best. I think they were tinkering a bit too much coming into the tournament. There's obviously reasons behind that. I'm speaking because I'm not in the camp, so I'm speaking from an observer outside the camp. Yep. We didn't really... So I didn't really see, you know, some... Um, you know, some continuity, I guess, or some, you know, team the, the team being settled before they were in. You know, Cameron Green was opening, I think, what, two games out from the World Cup, yeah. or three games out. So that's the way I sort of see it. Um, I, I, I'll tell you now, they do care. Mm. <laughs> no doubt about that. There wouldn't be a player in that, in, that, in that dressing room or, you know, sitting back today um, not caring about that result. I can tell you that. I know a lot of those guys, um, and I know they're you know, playing a home World Cup what their captain defending champions, uh, these guys care. Uh, I think there'd be a lot of disappointment that they didn't, or they weren't able to um, put up, you know, performances in front of the you know, home fans and, and, and even challenge them for the World Cup. And Ryan, we try to find an explanation for everything that's gone on, and the focus right now is is on the attitude, and rather than I guess the performance. And when you hear yeah. comments by Maxi, that that. It shapes the narrative. And one of the things that's popped up is that, well, is it just simply a fact of there's, there's just too much of the, the 2020 stuff going on, the various leagues that are popping up and the money that's uh, been exposed at the club level, that that's impacted on the international stuff? Because if you go back to what happened just prior to the tournament started, they play a bunch of exhibition games, practice games, and, and it just seemed like there was slap and tickle. It, there was laughter. There was some fundamental errors that were sort of being laughed off. And that you, it's hard to just to park that and ignore it on the back of the performance that we've just seen. Yeah, there's, there's a few points in there, Gandhi. <laughs> you just covered there. And, and one of them, in, from my point of view, is, yes, there is way too much T20 cricket. And um, take the financial stuff out of it because... Ultimately, you know, you, you, you get asked or you put your name into an auction and you get invited to play in these tournaments. It's not the players' fault that they get paid a lot of money and, and they earn it. They have earned it. Mm. Um, my question would be, and I've said this a number of times, and I know why, uh, so I'm not silly. I know why we have World Cups. The ICC, yep. it's a good money. Yep. Why do we need a T20 World Cup when we've got so many leagues around the world? The only time we seem to play, if you think of the series we play during the year, not in a World Cup, a T20 World Cup year, we might play one T20. I reckon we had, well, you just said it, we would have played 13 T20s leading into a World Cup, mm. um, which is, which, which to me, you know, plus these other leagues that are, they come off, they come from one league to another, they travel. I saw a couple of the guys the other day, the players, the Australian players, I mean, they travel to, whether they go India, they came back, they travel all the way around, it's, you know, to play all these games. It's, it's, it's a lot of trouble just to get a few T20 games in. I don't think we need a T20 World Cup when there's so many strong leagues around the world um, that the players are playing in now. So Ryan, have we mm, got have yeah. we mm. have we got our setup right in Australia? If if you just I'm not using England as the kind of you know the, the benchmark, but but just for the sake of this, the example that we'll use is them. They've got you know Brendan McCullum looking after their red ball stuff, and they've got Matty Mott in the men's side of the game looking after their white ball stuff. And yet here 
it's always traditionally fallen under the head coach's domain. And then he'll sort of, you know what it's like. You've been part of these systems in the past. Do we need to get a bit more sophisticated with, A, the way we coach the different versions of the game and, B, the players that we're selecting for the various teams? I think we, I think to answer that one, I think we've done that. I, I, I think that we're picking more. I think Tim David showed that we're picking more players that are suited to that to that format. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think we've done that great in the past. I think we are doing that now, and I think it showed that when we hadn't, we'd never won a T20 World Cup and we won one. Um, so I think we're doing that. That's the big, that's the, the, the million dollar question about the coaching stuff. I mean, I, as a player, um, and I didn't play a lot of T20 cricket when I played for Australia, but. I love the continuity of the same coach because you can get that relationship up with him. He knows what's going around. I've spoken to Darren Lehman on a number of occasions. He wanted to be in charge of the whole lot because he likes to do that to his team. He can take ownership in charge of it. Um, but it seems to be England have done it and it seems to be working now. Um, that, that's, that's a big, that's the million dollar question. I can't answer that. But I mean, that'll be up to Andrew McDonald as well and whether or not, you know, how he feels about, um, you know, the, each format and, 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 and what he needs to do. I think, and, and in saying that, he's only come into the job yeah. and he wants to, he comes into all formats. So that would tell me that he wants to be in charge of the, the Australian cricket team. Now, whether that's the right thing, I don't know. Um, is he, is, is, you know, he's obviously the right man for the job. There's no doubt about that. But that's a decision that Cricket Australia are going to have to make and Andrew McDonald are going to have to make. Andrew McDonald's coached around the world. He's, you know, he's, he's obviously um, very well qualified to coach the T20 format. Um, so, again... Long and long-winded answer, but I think that's something they've got to look at. Yeah, no, it's a good with answer. The recent, with, the, with the recent appointment, um, that would, it tells me that Andrew wants to do the whole lot, and the Cricket Australia are happy with that. Yep. Hey, well, let's get down to, to actually what took place in, in the tournament then, and there's been a lot of speculation about, well, they just got a few things wrong. And a lot of that was to, to dealing with the selection, and in particular, the last one, the, the one that sticks out is the Mitch Dark one that a lot of people have been talking about. But, but, but overall... What do you make and of of the selection and the, the team and the personnel that they decide to run with? Well, there's no doubt the personnel were fine. I mean, the, the, the squad that they had was I thought was a very strong squad. Um, what what wrecked it? Well, two things. Obviously, getting thumped in the first game by New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's your, there's your, and, and when I say thumped, I mean New Zealand's run rate was plus two and a half three through the whole tour. So that that was that virtually set them up. Unless something went drastically wrong, they were always, you know, when it came to close go, you know, close results or, or, or net run rate, they were always going to be on top. Mm. Uh, unless something went drastically wrong with them for them. But so that was a big, that was probably number one. Um, not playing the game against England or washout. Now, people would say, oh, they probably would have got that anyway. We don't know that. Um, that could have been the game to, to, to get them up as well. So just, oh, look, it, it, it was just, it was just the, the final touches, I guess, as, as we say, they just weren't necessarily. Um, in, in, whether it was great form or, or, or lack of form, they just didn't seem to weren't able to you know get the job done. I guess, and that, as I said before, that can be the game, that can be the format. Mm. Um, the selection, Mitchell Stark, uh, mm. I was very surprised at that, especially the way he bowled. Was it the game before? I think where he took three or four wickets, yeah. he was swinging the ball, he was bowling fast. That was strange. Um, I, I would have thought if any changes that would have been, well, probably, you know, it probably would have been Pat Cummins. They're not going to change Josh Hazelwood because he's yeah. number one in the world, I think number two in the world. So. That was a little bit surprising, but again, um, T- T20 format is a match-up game. Um, now, that sounds silly again, because Mitch Stark matches up probably against most batters, but they obviously saw something in, in, in Kane Richardson. Um, 
and the bowling, his bowling at the death uh, probably didn't go to plan, but his bowling at the death and his strength is that. They saw something there and they went with it. And again, when you're making those decisions, you've got to back it and go. And, and it obviously it didn't work. <laughs> um, mm. You know, uh, and again, um, yeah, Mitch Stark probably would have been, I think the way he was bowling probably more more effective. But again, I'm not in there. I'm not making that decision. Yeah. And the reason behind making that decision. Yeah. The postmortems will roll on and the conversations will continue, Ryan. We're, we're thrilled that you've been um, able to have a chat yes. to us about it today, mate. Uh, we've only really scratched the surface, but we need to get a reel on. Thanks for being part of it, the Savo, and um, all the best. We'll speak soon. Good on Thanks, you. Boys. Ryan Appreciate Harris, who Thanks, Ryan. represent Australia with enormous distinction uh, at all levels of the game, joining us. What are you seeing, Keith? Oh, they've got I've their fourth and one. It's all over. That was field goal coming up for Kansas City. That score. We'll get them over the line. They will defeat the uh, well, Tennessee they, Titans. They, they, I'm sure they're going for the um, the touchdown. Well, of course they? they will go for the yes, – They've just will. got another four. Let's get a break out of the way. Robert and Lindsay, I know you've been uh, patient. We had to take Ryan Harris thing because he was available to us. That's so KC we're keen, talking about. Keen to get to your calls on the mm. other side of the break. NFL up. Update for oh, uh, why buy new? Visit sustainableofficefurniture.com.au. Give me an update as to well, where we're at, please. Quickly, Paddy Mahomes quickly. was able to get to the, uh, Kansas City all the way Just down quickly. to the ten yards. He had three cracks at it, no good. So they've taken the field goal. So then they've gone and kicked it, and now they're going to start there from about oh, 20 Tw- out. 2017, uh, halfway through OT, uh, Kansas City lead. Now uh, the Tennessee have got the ball. Rob's on the road. Starting from their own hey, 20. Hey, Robert, thank you for being uh, as patient as you are. We had to get to Ryan Harris when uh, when we got him, mate. So we will reward your patience with a CB Co. a carton oh. of draft, my friend. Uh, give us your take on, on Australia's um, inability to get through to the semi-final stage. Yeah, no worries. Uh, thanks a lot for that, guys. Um, yeah, look, I just don't think T20 cricket has really taken off in Australia. Um, I don't think there's the interest mm. in it. Um, like, there was a little bit at the start, yeah. but then like we've had to keep we've had to keep um, modifying the big bash to keep people interested, and I just don't think there's the the appetite for it. Yeah, and no, I don't think Cricket Australia was. Um... I don't think Cricket Australia took the counsel that was on offer regarding the Big Bash. Don't forget, it was generating enormous TV. Million, million people a night. A night. A night. A night. Every night. And heading in the right direction. During the summer. And then Cricket Australia decided, well, let's just bang a few more games in there. Mm. More is more. Well, not always. And so they've been, to a degree, the agents of the BBLs. Well, it was the change of network that uh, invoked the more games, wasn't it, Andy? Well, cricket, no, no, no. No one was arguing for that, mate. Cricket, no, I thought the Channel 7 were no, I arguing be, for I that. I don't believe so. Lindsay's oh, in. they weren't? I don't believe so. I thought because they paid them more money, they wanted more product. No, I don't believe no? so. They just wanted an audience. Yeah. Oh, no, is that right? Well, I, believe, oh. I think Cricket Australia led the charge for more games. Is that right? Okay. I, Lindsay's in some... But, so you Rob, would know because you were very much... Well, I wasn't part of those... Centre, well, you were part of those negotiations. Big part of the commentary team. Well, thank you. That's, and again, outstanding <laughs> well, work by you. Very kind of you. Lindsay's... And terrific work yeah, with the... And you, uh, and you, might I say. No, that was on the Channel 7 network Lit. when we... Uh, you were on Channel 10, though, weren't you? Can we just get to Lindsay in some of them, please? Oh, sorry, You're confusing like nerve here. No, sorry. no, not at all, bros. No, no, no. Is it orcs? A bit of orcs? No. Oh, okay, no, good. totes orcs. Uh, Lindsay's in Somerville. Uh, Linz, welcome to the program. Lindsay. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. It was worth the wait. Look, mate, <laughs> Thank I, you. I'd burn if we get beaten in bowls. I hated if Australia gets beaten in darts. And, yes. and at the end of the day, whether 220 is super popular or not, these cricketers are playing against their peers. Mm-hmm. The elite of the cricketing world turned up. Every great cricketer in the world was at this tournament. And that's you don't give a damn. I mean... 
that's, look, we all love Maxi, but that's the reason why he's an elite cricketer, because of the mental side of it. He's not engaged. Imagine Steve Waugh saying something like that. Imagine, imagine how Dennis Lilly would react to the Kiwis smashing us. I mean, mm. the only guy really in our team that's got mongrel is, is Matty Wade. And I think they're all a little bit, you know, mm. they're a little bit um, millennial, mate, I think. <laughs> they just don't have to live. Well, it, there's something... To, I know Gazy's itching to have a chat about that, and I think it's... I'm so, not. No, no, I think you are. Hey, there's a Signet <laughs> Boost power band coming your way, Lindsay, 59.95. Mm. Uh, keep everything charged 24-7. 24 hours a day. I'm not saying you're saying this, but you're certainly getting a sense off the 40 Wings temper text that the buy-in to the Linta, I don't want to do this and I'm not going to do that and I'm a bit tired coming in. Justin, and they've even gone back to the whole Justin Justin Langer Langer. situation. Well, yeah, the tail did the tail Mm. wag, the dog, all that sort of stuff. Mm. This Australian cricket team not that long ago under the Pat Pat Cummins leadership was, oh, breath of fresh air. Mm. A team we can like again. You know, they're going to play the game the right way. They're going to be you know, competitive, but playing the post right spirit. Post Sandpaper Gate, you're talking. Post a lot yeah. of stuff. Mm. You know, like the Australian cricket team has ebbed and flowed in terms of the right. affection, I think, that we as a sporting community have had for it. But I, mm. but I thought there was really, there was enormous optimism mm. for the Pat Cummins-led Australian team. And you're clearly telling me that there's a sense, and we've had, you know, Lindsay says millennial. We had a caller earlier from Brisbane saying the Alina stuff rubs people up the wrong way. They're yep. getting paid a fortune and don't question where the money's coming from. Mm-hmm. All that's, you're clearly telling me that there's a sense that I people am. are railing against the team. No, for that. Absolutely. There's not. In fact, the temper text machine is very, very active and there's been very, very little support. So there is this view. But here's amongst, the thing, Andy. Yeah, can I just yeah, say this? Yeah. Here's the thing because we say, oh, well, is this, is this a T20 issue? When I'm watching, uh, when I've turned on a game, and I'll be honest, I haven't seen a lot, but but when I have turned on mm. and I've seen India playing Pakistan, I've seen the Sri Lankans, I've seen these other, and you see the joy and the excitement, I don't get a sense from their teams, th- those teams, that there is this, well, this doesn't, this oh, no. really doesn't matter. Oh, no. No, no, I no. get a sense that yeah. this is, and maybe it's no, generated well, by the incredible fans, which we saw again last night, the joy when they're coming to the game, the atmosphere that's created, the excitement and uh, national pride that they have just hasn't been reflected in the Australian T20. Mate, the, the IPL. On a home T20 World the, Cup. The, the IPL and the PSL mm. in those two countries, they are, they are of most interest to cricket fans mm. in those countries. Mm. Test cricket in Australia still reigns supreme in Australia. Yes. In terms of audience participation. So... Maybe therein lies kind of part of where we find ourselves well, right, right, Andy, right. No, we're going to get to a break, Keith. I've got a question. No, no, not right now. Rod, let's What's get to the break, shall question? we? Uh, it's lovely to have your company on this uh, Monday afternoon. Dean Vickerman's going to join us uh, after the break. Well, he'd be very happy with their performance yesterday. After what they dished up oh, on Friday, what's what I was getting at? Turnarounds we've seen in. Uh, they were down 40 against Cairns. Now, they lost by 25. And two days later, against a white hot. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, well, they mind lost you. A couple of players. They, they were down three players, in fact. But still, I'm going uh, to put to you to bounce back that like that. Full credit to the oh, cocker in the work that you've done. Put something to you and Dean Vickerman. Talk to me. This is the tightest, potentially the tightest NBL season we have had in recent memory. A lot of tight ones. The Brisbane Bullets are second last on the table. Now they're a pretty good team. They are three solid. and five record. Aaron Baines. They're second last on the table. Mm. If they're second last on the table. A pretty tight comp. Quality co- 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 oh, quality competition, Keith. Oh. 
Um, that music glands my heart mm. every time I hear it. Good, good news music, isn't it? Well, it's, they've borrowed it from, they've taken it from an overseas. Oh, news have company. they? Yeah, my word, they have. It's not Channel 7's original. Oh, I thought it was their original. No, it's been used by um, a news service over in the United States of America for which many, one? many years. Tim, which one uses it as we say good afternoon to you? Which one uses it over there in, um, in, in America? Uh, the biggest one and the best one. Which one's that? Yeah, take your pick. Take NB- your pick. NBC. <laughs> Is it yeah, NBC? I don't know. I don't on. know. Mitch, Mitch, our our news music. <laughs> which news service uses that overseas? Which news services uses our music sting for the news? Overseas? Probably not that important. NBC. Thank you, NBC. Thank, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, giving us that. Oh, he very... knows everything, Mitch. That's well, why well, people people tune in at six o'clock. And that's why we trust him, Tim. We trust Peter Mitchell exactly. and, and his team, which you are a fundamental part of. Uh, with our news on a nightly basis. So mm. can I just say, before you get to the news, thank you. Thank you on behalf okay. of all of us to keep us informed the way you do, impartially informed, uh, for fear, for no, for no fear, nor favour. Well, I'll pass that on to everybody Th- here because uh, they'll be tickled pink to hear that you've had that to say on the, Th- open air, on the radio this Th- afternoon. No, no, I say that with hand on heart, my friend. Mm. Uh, what is making news today? Uh, baby in a close call. The car crashes through a house. How solar stacks up as energy costs all. What women need to know about a simple cancer test. In sport, Ricky Ponting and Shane Watson sum up our World Cup failure. We reveal the new midfield power combination at Collingwood. Cristiano Ronaldo loses it while Tom Brady bucks the system uh, with a, after his recent outs. And champion hoop James McDonald adds another group one. James, along with the weather, Peter Mitchell with seven news. Tim, just give me there the heads go. up. Just give me the nice overview word. because uh, I'll be out tonight. Uh, because oh, I'm yeah. actually going through that process of looking at the solar arrangements. I do have solar, mm. but it's a long, long time ago. Does it stack up? Um, well, it does over time. Obviously, there's an upfront cost, and then mm-hmm. after that, then it'll pay itself back over time. But how many of these panels are you thinking about putting on your abode? I'll do the whole lot. I, I just want I just want cheaper electricity uh, arrangements. <laughs> okay. Have you got good light? Are you facing north well, with your roof and all that sort of stuff? I live well, in Melbourne. There's no shadow. Say you're facing north. Well, that doesn't mean to say you're not you're facing in the right direction. You've got to have plenty of roof space facing right. north, so you you get most of the sun during do, the day. Do you need to have the battery arrangement, or can you just run with the solar? Or do you need no, to store you need, it? The, the, the battery arrangement is a good way to go as well, but that stores it during the day. Mm. Um, so you're better off using all your appliances during the day. Oh, we do. While we the do. sun's shining, yeah. And then it'll store a little bit on the battery, but depending upon how many batteries, mm. I'm a bit of an expert in this what's area. What's the ballpark? advertising for this. Tim, what's tell. the um, what's yes, the yes, yes. to get a, a a very a comprehensive system? What mm. uh, how many sheets? Well, no, I'm not going to say that because Roughly. I don't. I, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. It's a long time since we put the solar on our house, so I don't mm. know exactly what the cost might be. I'm assuming that they've gone up over the years. So we've had the solar on for probably um, down at Glen Maggie. We've had it down there for about six years, and then up oh, here I've in had Melbourne, than we've that. had it for four years. So and have you noticed a distinct impact on your uh, no, power, your power, your power bills, Tim? My word, I have. Oh, My no. word, I have. Daisy. A massive amount. Daisy mm. has a massive not. Amount. No, Andrew has not had the same. Well, I have, I've got. Well, but I've obviously, had a long it's not time. working properly for you then. You need someone to come in well, and have a look at your system. I, I just thought, well, maybe it's because I haven't got the battery. I'm not storing I it. Or if Dean, I, Vick, I, Dean Vickerman might have a view on all of this. He's no, about well, let's not waste our time. Yeah. You didn't bring any in while you were importing your shoes, did you? Like, no, no, no. But right, I, okay. I, my understanding <laughs> is that the overwhelming majority of the panels are coming from overseas. Yes, they are. They okay, were. well then just pipe yeah. down a little bit, please. 
Don't be so critical. <laughs> he should, by the way, Tim, the shoes are running out of all good Woolworth stores uh, all big around w, Australia. Big W, please. I beg your pardon. All mm. big W stores all around Australia. Mm. Running they out. They are. Yes. No, I hear that. I hear yes. that loud and clear. And some people even paying for them. That's a great thing, isn't it? <laughs> Excellent work. Hey, Dean Vickerman's about... Dean Vickerman. There's adults. a couple of things to talk to Dean about now. for the kids. Whether he's got gazy shoes and is he a believer in solar panelling? Has he done yeah. it? His no, boss? no, more important things to talk we to have, Dean about. I'll um, have more solar information for you when I join you tomorrow I'm night, looking okay? forward to that. Thank you. Thank Tim you. Watson, part of the Channel 7 News crew, uh, bringing us all the latest uh, and a bit of extra stuff. Mm. Yeah, like that. We didn't anticipate that that was going to be a three or four-minute conversation today, but look... We've just spoken about solar panels. It's very topical right now, It's a now, very Andy. important conversation to have. Hmm. Eight minutes past four. The coach of uh, Melbourne United has been good enough to join us, Dean Vickerman, after an extraordinary weekend for Andy's team. Dean, uh, thanks for joining us on the show. No, no thanks for having me. Are you a, uh, do you have solar panels on, uh, on the roof at your joint? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't as yet, no. Oh, what are you oh, I'd look for? into it, Dean. Spend, savings. Uh, not only is there savings. <laughs> I conversation. I've got plenty of advice there. So I'll, uh, <laughs> right. yeah, I'll definitely be looking into it. How does your team do what it did on the weekend? Is it? I'm fascinated by this. I mean, you know, you were pulling all the levers, you know, on Friday night. Nothing was working. And then you'd come out on Sunday and it looks like a different team. And Can you make sense for us, you know, what, what you and your group went through uh, in the space of three days? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. You know, we go to Cairns and, you know, kind of felt we had a bit of momentum. You know, we, we win the Wollongong game, which is a really close one. We come back and play well against Perth. And, um, you know, I started to praise our team a little bit. It's like, <laughs> I think we're starting to get it a little bit. And, and, that, and that certainly went the wrong way. <laughs> um, this is a group that every time I've kind of really stepped on them um, and, and been tough with them, we've really responded. So, I'll, I'll keep my praise uh, to a minimum <laughs> with this group. But, uh, no, we turned the ball over 20 times um, up there. And, you know, they've been winning games when they force 11 turnovers to teams. But, yeah, you give them 20 free balls and the way that they get out and run and uh, attack the rim. And, you know, they were, they were great. We were, and we were very poor. Hey, Dean, uh, what about the situation with your, your actual roster? A lot of speculation about you're looking for, for change. In fact, you were very public and acknowledging that you, you're looking to upgrade your roster. How's that process going? Yeah, uh, you know, we'd love to have that guy here in the fever window if possible. Um, you know, we're shortlisted. Uh, we, we haven't got down to, to the final person right now. So, yeah, just trying to, you know, the guys that are available right now have, have either been cut somewhere, somewhere else or, you know, are in the States. Maybe they had a baby, maybe they had an injury and, and so the stocks aren't, aren't massive right now. So, um, and we didn't want to pull the trigger on anything and, and unless we think it really has a chance to uh, upgrade us in a, in a high degree. And what type of player yeah. are you looking for? Yeah, you know, we really want to replace Ariel. Um, you know, we really see the, you know, the, some of the centres in our league. We saw um, Big Source the other night get 30 and, and Pinder and, and some of these guys have been really effective at that centre spot. And part of that's because trying to overplay Isaac Humphreys. Um, and then we go, then we're a little smaller with our backups with, with Barlow and, and David Aquera as well. So I feel like we will get better value out of Isaac Humphreys if we can provide him enough support as Ariel would have uh, in our original lineup. And Isaac has been really good. Uh, yesterday, he's down a little bit with the from the rebounding standpoint, but... 
Gee, he's playing with a lot of energy, which we saw a couple of years ago when he played uh, alongside Josh Giddy, and it seems like he's remained uh, pretty healthy. You've got to be happy with what he's been able to produce. Yeah, we were a little scared of when Ariel went down about the, you know, how much load his body was really ready for after not playing for, for nine months. And, um, and we think he's just got better and better every game. Um, you know, the offensive movement, his screen and roll, the, he's grown in his post game, he's sprinting the floor really well. So there's mm. really positives there. And, and then we start to, you know, just pick up a little bit more at the defensive end and, and we can get him back to, you know, where he was with that, with that Adelaide group. Dean, do you know, I don't know whether, you're, um, whether you're, you try and read body language of your team and individual players within your team, you know, when you're in the rooms before games, but um, do, do you have a sense for when Chris Golding's going to have a night? Do, do you do you do you watch him in the warm ups in the shoot around? Is because he was on last night, and, and you know the three point you know shooting was outstanding, and he was you know he's a, he's a game changer when he's in that sort of nick. Do, do you get a sense in the pit of your gut when he's likely to have a good night? Yeah, I mean, you know, the bigger the occasion, the, you know, the more he he gets up for it, and you know he's been, he's been great this year in. Um, you know, when there's times and I try to sub him back in, he's like, nah, let the, you know, let the, the younger guys get some more minutes and, and different things. He, he, want, he wants to see the whole growth of the team. But, you know, the big game like that one and a, when we've been really poor um, and it's our, you know, diversity, multicultural game and we love the jersey that we put on the other night, yeah. massive crowd, uh, he's always going to get up for that kind of occasion. And do you trust him as much as anyone on your squad when, you know, if you are chasing a game and, you know, you need to you need to get some points quickly. Is he still your go-to guy? Yeah, whether he whether he scores it or he doesn't, and you know, we're seeing, um, you know, you had what four assists the other night, and you had five the night before that, and five the night before that. So his ability, I think, which is really growing, is is to how he he gets others involved as well. He's really passing the ball, but yeah, if you can run him off an action, that's going to draw a lot of attention. Um, other people are going to get open as well. Yeah, Dean, as you know, this league is incredible. You look from top to bottom, well, with the exception of probably Illawarra, who've dropped off a little bit. But outside of that, it is incredibly tight. Uh, what are you making of the competition? And who are the teams that you're looking at right now as saying, well, these are the benchmarks? Sydney, I assume, being the defending champs and what they're doing. But it's amazing how deep the league is. Yeah, I think everyone's going to go through their patch. You know, we just see injury. Uh, you know, Sydney have a couple of injuries to Cooks and and things like that. Everyone's going to have their little patch where where they're a little beaten up. And you know, us and the Jack Jumpers sitting at five and five and played the most amount of games. You know, have both been missing our centers and been missing um, some pieces. And so um, you know, feel like our two teams have the ability to. Now that we've got Shay Illy back and we make a, a change of import, both have the ability to to really. Um, you know, get some momentum on those two teams. You know, Kansas has been, has been exceptional. And um, they put so much shooting on the floor. And, and if they can make you turn it over, they're great. But, yeah, Sydney and New Zealand, to me, uh, right now, the benchmarks. So how mindful do you need to be of that, Dean? I mean, you, you know, the one week at a time, take every challenge as it comes. We understand why that's become a sporting cliche. And, it, I mean, it stands true. There's There's no challenge to that. But... How mindful do you need to be on a game-by-game basis of where you're sitting on the table and um, just making sure and, and enforcing in the minds of this group, hey, boys, we gotta, we can't afford to let this one slide here tonight because, you know, this thing is, <laughs> this is tight and we don't have to do a lot wrong 
to kind of miss the really important stuff at the end of the season if we don't get it right now? Yeah, it's a challenging one. You know, we once we lost Shea and Ariel, we were kind of like, if we could just get to this break and be five and five, like you know, we were, and we certainly didn't mention that to our players, but as a, as a staff and as a club, and you know, it was kind of the goal of ours is to get to that point and and try and get everybody healthy. Um, yeah, you know, percentage, all kinds of things are going to play into it. We have a, a extended playoff with the the playing tournament this year, which which is new. So, um, you know, I think a, a 500 record or or one game above 500 is certainly going to get you a playoff berth this year. Hey, Dean, uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, maybe a bit longer, uh, we've seen a lot of issues in other sports with the politics of sport mm-hmm. and the way in which that, whether it's sponsorship or relationships, uh, and and you guys do a great job. You had the, uh, what was the multicultural round? You do the Indigenous round, and, and you're very, as a club and in a league, very proactive in in uh, identifying causes and, and throwing support behind them. Do you have a view? Do you have conversations with your players or does the club have conversations with your players in, in dealing with whether it might be sponsorships or, or conflicts that they have with personal um, arrangements? How social, deep, social media social stuff you media, endorse. Yeah, how, yeah. how deep do you go in getting involved in that? Yeah, um, obviously all our causes, you know, we're well briefed by our club about, you know, what's going on and multicultural game. We, we do a good job in the awareness of um, the Indigenous round about the education that we put behind that every time. Um, you know, the social media one, you know, I'll challenge you on, you know, the commentators this year and the amount of people that have come out and, um, you know, different commentators, and we see Corey Homicide Williams has a has a viewpoint to say, "Yep, I got to be controversial," and and now we got Damon Lowry doing the same thing, and you know, that all comes back to social media, mental health, and you know, people just trying to get clickbait by making crazy comments. Mm. So yeah, we certainly we certainly uh, got good education on that as a group, and. And we'll speak about it regularly as a team, just about whatever's said that doesn't matter, whatever's said in this room, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. So just on that, oh, it's a really interesting answer, great answer. The, the kind of the business of the league and the fizz and the bars, I think it was Adelaide the other night had a record home attendance yeah, against nine, Perth, nine over 9,000. Yeah. They never had so many in their stadium before. I take your point absolutely that you just made, but does that all add, all that stuff, all the stuff on the outside, whether you try and let it get in or hold it at bay or whatever it might be, does that add to the overall product? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'd, I'd like to see a better balance about uh, having more coaches in commentary where they can talk about, you know, more about the you know, analytics of the game or the analyst, you know, really good analyst, what's going on in the game, not about, you know, this guy's bad tonight and so let's get on it, you know. I just I just want to see a far better balance about finding the positives in our basketball, the great product that we have on the floor. And then if we play poorly, hey, I expect people to criticise my team if we have 20 turnovers and, and, <laughs> and get down by 25 points. And that's, that's going to happen. That's a part of the sport. But I'd love to see a better balance. Is there a forum that you have access to to kind of – you know, speak this to is, those. This is his forum. This is a great forum, but you know, sort of behind closed doors. You know, do you have the access to, you know, to speak to those who kind of make the decisions and set the kind of set the course that the league's on? No, you know, we've never the 
coaches are certainly a forgotten product. We've never had a coaches association. Um, the players have uh, certainly a little bit more voice in that one. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, I have relationships in the, in the, in the head office and you know, I'm, I'm not uh, backwards in, in, in voicing what I believe um, to make the, the league better. Hey, mm. Dean. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's one of those seasons where, um, where it's compelling stuff. And you're Dean, on. Mid- I'm concerned. Am I on the on well, your no, list? No, I was just I was going to ask you a question about. Well, that. I don't know whether they're all on the list, Dean. Dean, thanks for jo- <laughs> thanks for joining us, mate. Good <laughs> man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Good on Good you, on coach you, of the Melbourne United, Dean Vickerman. <laughs> don't forget, show your support for Mac Happy Day by purchasing a pair of silly socks from Maccas. For only five bucks, money raised is going to go towards Ronald McDonald House Charities as they continue to help seriously ill or injured children and their families. A bit there, Kofi. I want to ask you a bit about that. Uh, uh, that was interesting stuff from the coach of Melbourne that's United. That's where I take people, Andy. Oh, I like it. It's coming right <laughs> at you. It's 20 past at four. Me. Yeah, right at you, brother. Got to get to Pox Rocks, which we haven't even started no, yet. No, there's a few. I've got more rocks. Lately, well, that's a good thing. Pox and, and that's not always the case. So it's a glass half full type I just want to ask you about Dean Vickerman there. And yes. the, one of the things he was talking about right at the very end there. Mm-hmm. And we love Corey Homicide Williams. Mm. Uh, uh, Damon Lowry. Damon Lowry is developing a, a profile mm-hmm. on ESPN. And is that adding to the product in a positive sense? Now, clearly, Dean Vickerman's looking at it through the club and the player prism. You know, mm. don't say, if you're going to say something, just be mindful of the impact it's going to have. And yeah. sometimes that does get lost from a media performance sense, particularly when you are, you know, sort of hot taking it a bit, you know, yep. and you, t- you want to say something that's going to create. Do you think the product now is as broad and as interesting and as helpful to the promotion of the NBL as it's, as it's, well, not ever been because mm. back in the nineties it was mm. you know, prime time charts. Friday nights. It was ridiculous. Uh, well, We're not I, there, but I think overall there's a balance in there somewhere. A balance in between uh, the the hardcore analytics that he's talking about, which the reality of it is, in his world and his eyes, he's hopeful, as he rightly would think, that well everyone understands that. And I, I guess he could could be. Um, uh, it's fair critique to say that it's incumbent on the commentators. To explain to people mm. those analytics and those things, um, but I do think that that there is a balance in there somewhere. And and I think if I go back and I look at Corey because he's our friend and we know he's not going to take the wrong way. If you look at him when he first came on, feeling like he had to make outrageous comments, and and that might seem odd because a lot of people think that he still is making outrageous comments, to where he is now, I think he's found the balance and. He is making a judgment, like Dean said, is that he is um, making comment about people's performance. And Dean, he said, well, if we lose by 20, I'm happy to cop yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, criticism. Yeah, but yeah. are you really? Yeah. yeah. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's a good que- That is a good question. And, and yeah. when you're in that and you're in the heat of the moment, you've got these blinkers on and they all say, well, how would he know? Because they all tell us they don't listen. To, don't, they're not on social media. They don't care. You know, that, that they're seeing it. And, of course, when someone's form is down and you've got other people externally being critical of it, if you're a coach, you want to be protective of those people. Mm, of course. You want to wrap your arms around them and say, and, and the best way to do that, well, let's not have any of that. I think, unfortunately, we live in a world now that when you're playing at elite level sport, you're going to have to deal with the exposure to that, and it's the way in which you deal with it. As far as his view uh, on the commentary, uh, I would love to be able to get that out there and see more commentators that can get into what he is talking about. But here's the thing. 
rightly or wrongly, we are given instruction that you've got to make sure that you're commentating and bringing people along for the journey that mm. are coming from a very, very basic level that so, don't yeah. understand the terminology, mm. don't understand the place. So you're trying to make that education as you go along, and sometimes that's a balance. I, you know, many times that we've come off and there's been feedback, mate, you're talking about Zoom action, you're talking about on-ball pick and rolls, you're talking about stuff you don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm saying, well... Geez, if we've got to break it down to that level, yeah, yeah. we'll never talk about the game. It's going to be hard yeah, yep. because if you're going to have to explain everything you're saying, yeah. that it's difficult. But I take on board that that's the case. So um, I, I think um, I, I don't know the extent of Dean's criticism of of um, Corey. It's more an observation, I reckon. Mm. But yeah, you keep going. Yeah, I don't know how deep that he's running and the specifics of what he's talking mm. about. But um, I can appreciate why that he would be very concerned about. Uh, some of the feedback that his players are getting. Pro League, I mean, Corey, if he was here, I reckon he'd say, oh, this ain't no cupcake league. <laughs> well, he's, there's no you doubt know? he'll say that. No, no, and you, you want to be, you want to play in a good league and you want to, um, you, you want to mm. um, ascend to higher mm. basketball office. Yep. If you can't handle the heat here, mm. well, you're not going to be able to, you know, this is, if this is the ceiling, then, mm. you know, you're not going, you won't be taking your basketball mm. career any further. That's right. Oh, it's interesting. Now, don't forget, this is That's, on the back of... Providing Dean, it's measured, it's not malicious. True. Yeah. But but don't forget, uh, when you're out there and you're a coach and you say things or you do things or your team, which Dean admitted, hey, I'm happy to take the hit. Yeah, yeah. You know, Dean took a fair whack with his comments after a game in re- relation to, not just from commentators, from other players in the league. He took a huge whack in the way in which they perceived he threw one of his players yeah, underneath right. the bus. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. you can't... You know, everything he's saying about the commentators, well, hang on a second. Uh, you did a fair decent job of it yourself. Yeah. So, you know, in the heat of the moment, and you just got to make sure you always find the balance. And and I I don't, like I said at the time, I, I stuck up for Tina a bit to say, listen, he's not saying those comments about those players unless he's had those um, those yeah, conversations yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah. So that. But then others criticise me and saying, ah, oh, you're just sticking up for your boy because – even if he's had those conversations, you still shouldn't be throwing him under the bus publicly. Now that's that's uh, okay. I, I I wasn't trying to protect Dean. I was just giving my analysis to say no, no, no. Dean's been around a long time, and because he's had those conversations, but he can't then turn around and say, well. Hang on, let's talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. Softly, someone's softly. welfare yeah, 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 and, and yeah. mental health yeah. when you've just come out in a press conference yeah. and said the guy's going to... So there is a... No, you've right. got to be a little bit careful. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I will stick up for Corey on that as well. Yeah. To say, well, hang on. I'm happy to stick up for Dean, but I'm going to stick You're up for the for everybody. as well. You're still having a bob each way all over mm. the joint, which mm. is fine. It's perfectly all right. Well, I want to stick up for everyone. Yeah, stick up for the world. It's 28 minutes to five. We're going to get to a break. We haven't got to Pox Rocks yet. I don't know what's going on with any of that. Josh Jenkins is going to join us as well. I don't even know that we'll get to mm. Josh. We might just torch him for the day. Campbell Brown's going to come down at some stage as well and tell us why he's been on a bike up on SE and track all day and why he's raising money. And if he comes down here yes. in the Lycra, mm. he will be sweating mm. and it will be as unpleasant a sight as mm. you have probably ever laid your peepers on. If you've got a Rocks or Pox from the weekend sport, feel free to share it one three. 736 We are here for robot building supplies and Berwick BMW. Very nice work, Stone Cold. Pox Rocks, what do you got for us? one 736 736 We generally start a Monday show with all of that, but we got into the cricket stuff and then 
did a sort of an hour of cricket that Just Jared Waitley and the crew would have been uh, <laughs> impressed. No, it was a deep well, dive into the whole thing, and it was uh, it was very very we got good. Rocks pox as well. well. I've just said that. Well, I want to. Were you listening to? I it? was, but I didn't I know we were going to it now. Though. Now, bro. Now, well, he's. Well, I'm going to start things. Well, off good because Leanne's on the line, and I'm keen to get. To, I thought a caller might kick it off for us, but you go first. <laughs> well, we'll get to the caller in a second because I again, I touched on it before, but um, Scotty Gullen has put out his, and, and it's, oh, it's. You're going to make this a rocks pox, are you? Well, I'm saying it's a pox that you're not in the top oh, 15. Why are you just no, doing I'm that? Not... Why are you using me as a bit of cl- radio clickbait? It's not. What I'm trying to do is say that you I'm... You don't think I'm in the top 15. I do. You do not. I listen to you on the radio oh, you when don't you commentate. Think... And... Thank you. But you don't... And I'm not. And you don't think it. So I don't know why you're using well, you using me. Judd, you think you should be in the top Judd, 15. Judd. See, that type of goal there... Now... Oh, Scott is, and he's You're entitled in to his opinion, but how did he leave out Amar? No, that's stupid. I'm not in the top. I'm not in Can the I top. Can I give you his top 10? I'll give you his top 15. Just rattle through the 15 from 15 okay. down to 1. Got to go 15 quick. From the, to one from, or from one fi- to 15 to 1 or 1 to 15? From 15 to 1. Build the drama. Brenton Speed, very Keep good. Keep going. Don't give Lee it Montagna, yeah. emerging, very oh. good. Corb, uh, Corbin uh, Middlemas. Very, they're all very good. Hamish McLaughlin at number 12. Mark Howard at 11. Nathan mm. Brown at 10, another emerging. Alistair Nicholson, outstanding. Excellent. At nine. Luke Darcy at eight. Brian Taylor at seven. Oh, boy. Tim Lane at six. Adam Paplia at five. Paplia. Paplia. Very good basketball commentator, too. I did some games with him. Very, very versatile commentator. Jared Waitley at four. Well, that's... Would be a surprise to many, I think. I think that they would have thought that he'd be a little high. The Pipe at three, outstanding. One of my favourites. James Brayshaw, excellent at number two. And Anthony Hudson, I think, uh, for many, many years, has been in this position. And uh, So are you roxing it or poxing it? I don't know what you're doing Well, I'm here. poxing that you're not in. Yeah, right, eh? But are you roxing it full st- for the rest of I it? I think it's good conversation. Nice work. Good. I think Scotty's done a good job. And he's on everywhere job. in here, boys. And what he's done, all over the place. <laughs> there Rod. we're seeing the full package. Is, uh, if you click on the article, it's a News <laughs> Limited uh, Herald Sun argument, um, article, and you you know what it also does? It gives you a chance to, on each of the individuals, you oh, can good. say too high, too low, or agree. Yeah, nice. And co- the comment section probably doesn't. Is there a no, comment? No, I don't. No, probably need to read it, I don't think. Well, oh, no, I don't think there is comments. Oh, good. Because generally Unless the comment section on the old News Limited websites, not a terribly friendly place, no matter well, what the subject is. Not exclusive to their website. Uh, they, can, uh, they have a real crack. Don't worry about that. Oh. Uh, Leanne's in Melbourne, uh, which is, takes in a lot of area. Let's be honest. I mean, it could be Melbourne CBD. It could just be the greater sort of Melbourne area. Um, don't think it'll stretch that far. Leanne, mm. welcome to the program. Rocks, Pox, what do you got? Uh, thanks. I've got a rocks, Andy, and I'm certainly not out as far as Mowie. Excellent. But, uh, <laughs> I went to the WNBL for the first time on the weekend to see Lauren Jackson, I guess, primarily. Yes. And it was fantastic. Huge crowd. Um, we really thoroughly enjoyed it. And to cap it off, a young girl uh, had to go to do the uh, half-court shot, having got five free throws in a row, mm-hmm. and she made it uh, and got the half-court shot, which was absolutely fantastic. The place went wild. And that is magnificent stuff. Our girls are on a roll. They've won their first two Bendigo Spirit. And I'm mm-hmm. glad you – and we're going to get there. We're going to get to a game uh, before before Christmas. So. Leanne, that's great feedback and Flyers, ter- terrific. Did you go to the so you went to the Flyers game? They played against Adelaide. Yes. Yep. Right. 
And that was. Yep. And, and was, look, and sorry. I can't believe I'm talking to you, um, Andrew. I I just loved watching you play. You did fantastic. Thank you. Your picture's up on the wall there at the State Basketball Centre. And, yeah, I can't believe I'm talking to you. Ah, They've tried to take that picture. They've tried to have that picture taken down, but... (laughs) Uh, Gazy uh, <laughs> no refuses. Way. He's going to throw the toys out of the cot no, if that no, ever gets moved. So I did not. Uh, thank that you, Liam. It's nice that people hold you in that sort of esteem, though. No, I appreciate it. It does. You know, and you're very easily accessed. It never gets old when no, people give you a bit of a, a compliment. I T- appreciate that, Liam. T- Tommy's in tour and in rocks or pox. What do you got for us, Tommy? Yeah, g'day, boys. Um, I've actually got a rocks. I rang up. Oh, you guys put a segment out. What a tradie sort of eat. Before they start work on their on their um, oh, yeah. before they start their day, so it was a while ago. It was about ten weeks ago, and um, I rang up and said, "Have a Pepsi Max and a pie and a <laughs> chocolate bar or two and and you said that's no good, which it wasn't, obviously. And had a fair bit of pain in the back. Cut a long oh. story short, had uh, went and had a scan and five bulging discs in there. Yeah. Oh no, um, that's no good. The doctor said, "The doctor said, okay, you can either lose weight, you can uh, get a cortisone, or have major back surgery." So. He's put me on this medication to lose weight, and yeah, I've lost uh, 13 kilos to date in about two months. So. Oh, mate, this is yep. the these are the sorts of stories that everybody. Mm. Have you found it a difficult to do uh, on two fronts? A, break the diet, but B, shed the kgs. Have you found it? Have you found it a, you know, a process you've enjoyed going through, Tommy? Yeah. So the, the doctor put me on. Well, it's not a diet as such. So. I have this needle every day, but like that I inject myself with, and what it does, it actually makes me feel full. Like it, it actually doesn't make me feel like eating, as such. If, if that makes sense, you know when you sort of get feel sick and you don't feel like yeah, eating, but yeah. I don't feel sick a little bit like that. So, so yeah. yeah, and it just makes you not want to eat. So yeah, good on you, mate. Well, no, well, good luck. Hey, can you keep what? What did you? If you don't mind me asking, Tommy, what what did you get out to KG was? So you've dropped 13. Can you keep us in the loop, mate? Can Mm. you just ring us up every now and again? I know you're a regular caller anyway, but um, can you just stay with us and let us know, you know, how that's going and um, how particularly with the weight being dropped, um, how your back starts to respond, whether it starts to feel a bit better? Yeah, sure thing, mate. It's actually feeling a little bit better Good. at the moment. Not, not a, like it's it's not back to what it used to be, but um, it is feeling a little bit better. And obviously, this sort of stuff doesn't happen in five minutes. No but, way. Um, yeah, no, it's all pointing the right way. Oh, good on you, mate. There's yes. hey, we got a we got a game of golf for you and a mate uh, at Club Mandalay coming your way. There's a card if you want to use it. Um, you might want to t- take the walk for ninety nine bucks midweek. Go to clubmandalay.com.au. Good on you, Tommy. Keep up the good work. Uh, 18 minutes to five. Pox Rocks, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We've got heaps to get through between now. Massive amount. 5.30, if you don't mind. 5.30. Campbell Brown going to jump down and tell us why he's been riding a bike uh, on air throughout the afternoon on SEN track uh, wearing a Lycra. Magnificent effort. I think he's been doing it for a particularly special course. He's going so we'll pretty talk- hard too, but and, but this maintaining his ability to talk while on the bike is extraordinary. No, it's easier to do that on a bike than you when you run. Yeah, can you no, talk when you're running? No, when you're oh. bouncing around and you're out of breath. But even on the bike, Andy, it's pretty hard. Hey, is the Hawthorne? You're, you're close to the footy club, and um, I, I no, sus- I'm not. I know I would. Be, I'd be. No, I'm not. I would assume that people have probably reached out to you on occasions and asked for endorsement or whether you'd be interested in no. participating in a board type activity. No, no, no. Run. But, but as you- as a casual observer coming uh, and just 
little snippets here and there. It's uh, an interesting situation, a very important vote coming up. And uh, I, I'm, like I said, I, I'm not qualified to know, but in the little bits and pieces that I've seen, I like the the uh, program that Andy Gowers is putting together. So Hawthorne, Johnny Ralph uh, published a story on news.com.au and the various other news platforms just before we come in here. I heard Hawley Where was talking it? about. Sports, uh, no, say? no, news.com.au. Oh, in the Herald Sun. Yeah, yeah, stop trying to just, you know, get a free plug-in for your mob. Who? After you sledged them all mercilessly last week, who do I sledge? for their customer service and their no, expense? that's a different organisation. Paying too much. There's Foxtel and there's Fox Sports. Fox Sports, wonderful, wonderful people, cool. and they provide great sporting entertainment for us all. Grossly inaccurate war of words erupts in Hawthorne board stash. Uh, writes the head says the headline. Ralphie writes Hawthorne Premiership captain Don Scott has hit out at suggestions President-elect Peter Nankerville was parachuted into the position in an unfair process as the club's power struggle continued on Monday. Now, you've got a board meeting coming up, uh, a presidential they showdown do. really coming up. And you've got Peter Nankerville, who by all reports is a good fellow, a very, very you know solid, um, highly credentialed, um, high character individual. But he's very much part of, in the eyes of many, part of the, whether right or wrong, and whether he, he's yeah. happy to be, um, seen as the kind of Jeff Kennett, President-elect, if you like, yes. that, that Kennett was the outgoing president, of course, nominating that Peter Nankerville was the... Well, I think he's given his endorsement. Well, he has, and yeah. it sounds like there might have been um, some manoeuvring, for want of a better word, to um, have Peter Nankerville almost go in unopposed, I think, as, as oh. Jeff Kennett's replacement. Now, Andy Gowers has, um, you know, made sure that he's in almost a last-ditch effort to get his application to... Um, be a nomination for the presidency at Hawthorne in from overseas and at really late post. It's very much a a turning. It feels like without knowing too much of the um, minutiae of the the well, policies. Isn't James Molino? Uh, well, he's on the Andy the Gowers end, ticket. Yes. It feels like the old Hawthorne, whatever the mm. old Hawthorne was, the, the the Hawthorne that we've known. Yep. Meeting the next wave of whatever new Hawthorne might look like. Right. That's what it feels like to me. Mm. Feels like if you if you want the status quo to continue and you know you Nankerville's your man. I think so. Right. Steady hand has been part of the Kennett regime. Um, whereas Andy Gowes comes in as a you know fresh face and mm. outside wanted to run for the presidency in a previous um, iteration. Do you feel like as a Hawthorne supporter, do you feel like your footy club's at a point where it does need a refresh? A little bit, yeah. Um, Where are you like at I said, I, I don't really get too much into the politics of it all and the detail no, but of have all you got that. A, but have I, you got I a think, sense for it? Is, well, time, is it time for a, I think a, for, a bit of fresh air to blow through the joint? I think so. Yeah. I think there's an element of that. And I'd like to see a conclusion. As I understand, well, I don't really know. but should ask Andy, Brandy. Get Andy, Brandy and he'll know more about this Andy than Gowers us. Andy and Nankerville, both really good contributors, High both quality. very passionate. Yep. And if there's ultimately a way in which... They can work hand in hand, whoever gets the presidency, mm. but you don't lose very good people that can make a solid contribution. That to me, hopefully it's a not one where it's divisive. That we've got diff- different points of view, we've got different um uh, sit down there, Campbell, if you wouldn't mind. And oh but um but yeah, just I get a sense and I don't know why, because I'm like I said, I, I don't know all the details, but uh, the Andy Gower situation with very, very limited knowledge, seems like it would be a bit of a fresh start. Well, a bloke who wore the jersey 
uh, and is a premiership superstar. Well, there's a difference. The... So you can't just assume he's going to know all the goings well, on. I, in that. That, Nothing I... goes on at this club without the Brown oh, Dog knowing. Listen, oh, okay. And if there's one thing I know about the Brown clan, they are when it comes to politics, they'll have a view. They'll have a view on this. Right. Now, I'm to, we can't wait to talk to you about what you've been doing upstairs, and I think it's remarkable, by the way. But we've just been talking about the Hawthorne stuff. Have you, are you in deep enough to know what this actually represents in terms of the Nankerville ticket, the Gowers ticket, and the direction that your footy club's going to go oh, thereafter? Well, Nankerville's, um, he's been endorsed by Jeff Kennett. Mm, Obviously, mm. he's been there a long period of time, and, and they believe in the inner sanctum he's the right man for the job. Um, you've got Andy Gowers and, and a few people on the outside that aren't overly happy with the direction of the footy club, um, some of the decisions that have been made over the, not just the last year, but over a number of years mm-hmm. um, to do with Jeff Kennett. Yep. And and like everyone is allowed to do, they, they can put their, their views forward, try and gather some numbers and um, are entitled to to try and, you know, get, get a ticket. Yep. Do you have a view? Like if you were... Ooh, I like stability. The... I like stability right. of footy club. If, if the current regime and Jeff Kennett, who I think has done a wonderful job, thinks that Peter Nankville is the guy for it, Mm-hmm. There's a reason for That's it. That's enough for you. And it's a nice, smooth transition. I, I just mm-hmm. find that footy clubs that have these these debates, these arguments, these well, coups, that... you know, like it, it it's never good. I don't have a sense it's messy though at the moment. No, it's, just it's not at the minute, but it, two it, it different could be. points of view. And uh, it seems, I, I don't know, but Andy Gowers and Nanka, uh, the it's not like they are at war with each no. other. So it's not like you've yeah, seen with yeah. some of these other challenges that have been out there. It's not nasty. Not no. yet. I mean, not nasty. I hope it doesn't get nasty. But, you know, the, the closer to these things we get, once we get closer to the votes finally needing to be cast, yeah. it might get it might get pointed. I, I think I think that Andy Gowers and Molino and those guys have the, the right intentions, the mm. footy club mm. at their heart. So it's, it's not an yeah. ego thing. It's mm. It's not like they think that, the, the former presidency was a disgrace or, or yeah. rabble because clearly Hawthorne's been a very successful club mm. over a long period mm. of time. Mm. And one of the reasons for that is they've always had outstanding governance. Mm. So it's going to be interesting. It's a, it's an unusual time at Hawthorne at the moment because of where the list's at. Obviously, Sammy Mitchell, new coach, mm. handing over to a new president. It's probably been as unstable as it's been mm. since 2004. Oh, when we were back at Glenfrey Oval, we didn't wow. have a CEO. Uh, it was... Jason Dunstall as the interim. Yeah. Um, we had just appointed Jeff Kennett, you know, and there was the, that big transition to get Alistair Clarkson, mm. get Waverley, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the, the last 20-odd years has been pretty stable and highly successful. And, and mm. right now, two big matters in front of the club. Obviously, the cultural review, which is being investigated now, and we wait to see how that plays out. But Dingley continues a pace. I don't know. Do you know where we're at with the Dingley... <sighs> I, I know that it's going to be pushed back a fraction. Mm. Um, how much further, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, that's going to be a tremendous facility. Mm. It just, it's just a matter of yeah, get it know, done. getting it done, yeah, um, yeah. Where, where all the money's coming from mm-hmm. and everything like that. So mm. Now, we've yeah. mentioned all afternoon that you've been uh, riding a bike oh, during your show. This is remarkable. And uh, had a, a bit of feedback from the, the temper text machine about, well, well, what charity is he doing it? Why is he doing it? The answer we 
have and why we haven't mentioned it because we are, don't I don't actually I don't know. know. Lycra, can I say Lycra yes. is terrible on me. I was, I've been upstairs and every now and then I've just I don't know. I've oh, yeah, walked out of my off. studio and I've walked through the sales no. area and everything. Uh, I think you look all right. Yeah. You're doing well. well yeah. I think it's nice. Some of the feedback I had was to <laughs> stay firmly in the, really? the, com- the commentary box because right. the sales team don't want to see it. So before you tell us who you're doing it for, just explain what you've been doing this afternoon up there on track. Uh, I've got a stationary bike attached to Wahoo, mm. and I've just been pedalling away as we've tipped uh, winner after winner at Moe. Nice. We've had a nice oh, day up there. Good work. For a Monday. Um, right. And so the reason I, I was, I'm doing it, it's it's the Silver Lining Ride, which is for ovarian cancer uh, research. And, um, nice. I've done it the last few years. We, we've done a proper ride. You know, like last year we went up to Mildura and we rode back to, to Melbourne. Right. Um, stopping in, at towns as we went. Um, and the year before that, we're in COVID, so we, we sort of did a virtual ride, but I was riding around Albert Park and everything. <laughs> but um, my mother passed away three and a bit years ago from ovarian cancer. Right. So it's sort of something that's pretty close to my heart. Um, we do 1,068 Ks for the month because that is the number of, of Australian women that will pass away due to ovarian cancer oh, this year, dear. which is a bloody staggering number. That's, no, 1,068. That yeah, mm. no, that's incredible. Um, no. And those that, that get diagnosed with it have a 48 percent chance of mm. survival um a lot of them will be will be dead in five years so it's we want to get those numbers you know way 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 down yeah. and the percentage of survival way up um mm. so yeah that's why i do Good it on you. um and i'll keep plugging away for the well, rest how, of the how do, uh, how, what yeah. do they do they have to sponsor you how do they people contribute? oh yeah there's there's a funding page and you know go fund me and all that sort of stuff which um you know, we, we've set up and, and everything. But, um, yeah, it's just something that's easy to do. Just mind you. Tick him over. Was, I, I said I said to Hutchie and, and, and Lightweight, Julian Bayard, um, Lightweight. I, I said, I'm going to be riding on air for four hours. And, yeah. and they said, oh, yeah, how are you going to go? You know, yeah. quite puffing. I said, nah, please. Like, I'll tick the legs over and everything will be fine. Well, I got about 15 k's in, and a couple of the listeners text in. <laughs> I, need, I needed a spell, yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought I was doing the Pyrenees, the Tour de, de France, at, uh, but it was just stationary. So, yeah, that's the reason, guys. Good on you. So, so Gazy mentions we, we want to help you spread the word. So um, can you leave all your details with Will, sure. and we'll do whatever we can to get it out there. No, so thanks, guys. Yeah. It's a great – so you've done – what, 1,068, how, how many? I'll need, yeah, that's the, that's that's the target number. The, for across the, the month? For the month, yep, okay, for the how, month of November. How so. far in are you? Um, well, today was my first day, Andy, because right. I was meant to start last week. Well, you had a big, cup, you've had a big week. It was the cup. Yes. And um, so I thought, no, I better, I better get to work here and, and start riding during mm. my hours at work because I spend more time at SN Track than probably doing huh. anything else. What was, the, what was your biggest story across the carnival at Flemington? Oh, is there one that you? I I, th- I thought that um like great carnival, great to have the the crowds back and everything. But I thought Animo's win in the Might and Power, which was Caulfield Guineas Day, yeah, when the yep. horse was absolutely gone. Yeah, amazing. At the turn and that three hundred still had lengths to make up on the best horses in the country, and and when that horse just pricked its ears back and won, uh, I don't get blown away too much, you know, because I see races mm. every day. But that that to me was the the. Performance of the carnival. So, so how much does it underline the depth of top quality weight for age runners in Australia when we got Animo doing what it did in that race and subsequently the Cox Plate? But then you see on the weekend what Zaki and Alligator yeah. Blood come out and do. We're in it. It's a good time in Australian racing. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got I'm Thunderstruck and oh, all yeah. these other horses that couldn't quite get the job done this spring, but they are top liners as well. Yeah. So, um, 
Alligator blood's the toughest horse in the country. You'll never, ever get past it if yep. you allow the horse to have some cheap sectionals. <laughs> um, Zaki's, you know, it's probably not a, a superstar horse, but uh, we'll continue to pick up some some group ones. Mr. Brightside's a good horse. Yeah, I think I think racing um, here in, in Australia is in pretty good shape. Well, we're in good shape with people well, like you doing this. You we'll give a shout-out to Ronnie. Well done, Brown Dog, from a loyal SEN track listener on Dodan, donating a grand. Love you, oh, champ. Mate, How good Ronnie, is that? That's unbelievable. Well Thank done, you, Ronnie. Mate. Ronnie, you're a superstar. Yeah, that's, superstar. that's amazing. Thank you, mate. Mm. Um, that's how much we made him today on the punt. So <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work, good, mate. Good, good, good on you, Campbell Brown, in the locker, doing it all for the silver lining ride, doing it all for ovarian cancer treatment and research for a reason very dear to his heart. Pox Rocks, one 736 If you want to send him through on the temper text for 40 winks as well, uh, I'll give you rocks. And Rock hopefully me. everybody, by the time they go to bed tonight, has seen this. Uh, if you didn't see it at the time. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about the rugby, rugby League World Cup that's taking place at the moment. There was a game to get into the semifinals uh, played the other day between Tonga and Samoa. Yes. Now, Tonga won the game 20-18 to 18 to get through to the semifinal stage, uh, which is amazing. So Samoa, hang on, I think I got that right. Anyway, Samoa's into the semifinals to take on England, Australia taking on New Zealand. That's by the by. The pre-game... I guess they're the Harkers. Yep. They've called the Harkers. I don't know if they call it that, but no, it's the same. they're versions of the Harker. Mm. So the Samoans stood at one side of centre field and started. Then the Tongans answered. Yep. Then the Samoans answered. They started inching closer and closer to one another. They did. It was, it was almost choreographed. It was so perfect. It was chilling. It was inspirational. It, it was magnificent it and was. powerful and motivational mm-hmm. and just Pure. Well, that's, and it was as hmm. good as it's going to get in 2022. I've watched it ten times today. <laughs> it's beautiful. It thing. was magnificent. It was magnificent, and I, and I think that people, when you're looking at, it, you think it's this intimidation. You're thinking of that it's going to be some type of violent type start hmm. to the proceedings. But what it was, as I understand the Harker, it's actually a sign of respect. It's, it's a, a welcoming. It's a welcoming yeah, and, yeah. And at the end of it, where you've got them screaming, and I couldn't understand what they, I'd love to have known what the translation was. Yeah, it would have been beautiful, yeah. But at the end of it, then they all shake each other. They're, nose, they're, they're literally nose to nose. Yes. They're separated by the line that goes across the middle of the pitch at the yes. end of it. That's how close they are. Yep. And then they do what you just you, said. And you've got to see it. If you haven't seen it, I think it's a... Tradition in uh, which predominantly we're associated because we see it the most with New Zealand teams. Uh, but it's something I know when New Zealand play on the international stage, they go to a World Cup and you see some of these European nations, you see them doing it. Uh. And they're told beforehand, this is a, a ritual and they're told they had to be explained. They're not having a crack at you here. They're not uh, trying yeah, to yeah, throw, yeah. this is part of their culture it, it and what they intimi- do. It is. I imagine standing on the other side of it would well, be pretty intimidating. When you, when we're the Australian team, we're told to stand a certain way and look <laughs> at them in a certain way to try to, so there's no sort of advantage. But it is a beautiful thing and I love it every time here, I see it. Here, here, here. I've got a pox. Mm-hmm. It's a couple of front. Now, AFLW, the, the scheduling of the finals on the week, the semi-final stage on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So Richmond uh, taking on North and Adelaide taking on, taking on Collingwood. The Richmond North game starts at about 10.45, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, it starts about an hour before the Matildas game starts, uh, pretty much across the road um, at the rectangular venue. Mm-hmm. I think we call it for international games of football. 
This is a very unusual. This there's no divide. There's no sport divide. Yep. In the in the by and large in the women's sporting community, they want to go and absorb it all and mm-hmm. consume it all. And there would have been a great opportunity for a whole lot of people to go to the game at Punt Road, which is where it's scheduled, and then wander across the road and take in the Matildas game thereafter. Yep. Now that's not going to happen mm-hmm. because they they start within an hour of one another. The scheduling of it is ridiculous. I can't believe, and I understand the 10.45 start. We've got the second semi um, there on after it. And I can only assume that there's a whole lot of other scheduling TV factors. TV yeah, I think I think it must be a TV call. Mm. The second part of it is, and this is no pot on Punt Road. I mm. love the fact that Punt Road is what it is mm-hmm. for the Richmond Football Club. But the last time these two played, it was only a couple of weeks ago, 3,500 mm. people packed out Arden Street. And it was an unbelievable vibe. Now, I understand they can't play this one at Arden Street. You can only get 2,000 people into Punt Road. Mm. That's the, that is the, that's many, the capacity. Is it? no. mm. And it's, a, it's not a great seeing venue now. One of the grandstands you can't sit in. No. Uh, and on the outer side of the ground, it, it's basically three quarters of it can't be used. Mm. So there's a little hill under the scoreboard. For kids, it's really hard to see over the fence. It's mm. hard for them to get a spot. I don't know why this game, and I know Richmond have earned the right. I'm not. Hmm. You know, but a neutral venue, Victoria Park, sitting there, oh, they should have played well, this. Is it big Park. enough at this at this stage of the the season? Is is, is does Marvel come? Well, I play? can only ima- I think it should have been considered, hmm. but I can only imagine it's getting ready for cricket. So wow. I, I, no, no. Well, whether they've got the drop in in or right. whatever, I, that's okay. it. I don't know what's going on at Marvel at the moment. Well, they'll own it. Well, so they, you well, I understand. Well, they'd be able to figure out a way to. I, I just think they've, they've missed. They've dropped the ball on a couple of. They've missed a couple yeah. of opportunities here and. It's the pointy end of the AFLW season. You want to be maximising the visual of it mm. and capacity of um, people getting to the games. Punt Road, I understand it's Richmond's home ground and they deserve the right to play there. All of that. Mm. But. But. It's a pox. Hey, hey, Andy, I've got a rocks for you. Are we done with that one? No, you can go. I've got a rocks for you. And, and I don't know a lot about this uh, player. And I've... Obviously, now that we're getting closer to the Australian Open, our interest in tennis starts to just crank up ever so slightly uh, after we pause after the US Open. We have a bit of a pause, I think. And um, we've got this new youngster, Holger Rune. Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a 19-year-old, yeah. and he's come out and gone wooshka and just beaten Novak Djokovic, 3-6-6-3-7-5. It's his first uh, Masters 1000 title, and now we've got two. And when you think of... What we've seen with Roger's recent an, an announcement and uh, uh, and where tennis is at, and we're looking for that next generation coming through. Uh, it seems like Holger and Carlos Alcaraz. Did I say oh, yeah, that right? he thumps it. Well, we're there, we've got the two teenagers in the top ten. No, magnificent. Is, is this a passing of the? I think it's a rock. Well, of course, that we're seeing this is, yeah. next generation of superstar. Coming through, well, I th- we've been waiting for it. Yeah, mm. no, good on you. It's a good, it's a good rocks. Hey, I think I might have said ten forty. It's one forty start that um, Richmond North Melbourne game on Saturday. I think. Right. I don't know what. what I think I'm being told that I said ten forty. So no, no, one forty is the start. Mm. Hey, let's get to the break. Um, Campbell Brand's not too far away from coming downstairs in his locker and telling us what the hell's been going on upstairs all day. Bet your way on your favourite racing and sporting codes. Take it to the Ned's level. T's and C's apply. See website for details. Gamble responsibly. Robot Building Supplies, helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. The Run Home with Andy and Josh. What? Well, come on. Oh, come Where on. Where did we, that come from? Yeah, that's got to just be rid. 
It's not even a Friday. Purge it from the system once and for all, Rod. You need to speak to somebody somewhere and get that eradicated. Maybe they're just preparing for the future, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) We've been a bit scratchy. Jared Jared Hill and Brad Johnson up after uh, the 5.30 news with Sports Day, of course. Andy, and uh, we've had some feedback in regards to the the Hawthorne Football Club and the presidency. and, And generally it's just, oh, yeah. We'll wait and see. Yep. It'll get ugly. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is nice. It's great the way. No, it's sort of very sort of uh, generic stuff. And then you <laughs> always get back to, and I guess maybe I'm being a little harsh, but it reflective of the divisive nature of the world we live in right now. Well, people, when you receive yeah, a comment like this, mm-hmm. this is from 402. I've been a Hawthorne member and financial supporter for 20 years and a rabid fan since the late 70s. I'm 50. With Molino on board, I will never donate another cent and cut all my ties with Hawthorne. I cannot support any organisation with woke leftists on board. They are humanity's enemies, a highly irrational, they are highly and irrational and absurd people. Now, I think... I want you to comment. I want you to respond to that as a Hawthorne, Hawthorne great, please. Well, no, I'm not a Hawthorne great by any stretch. But I think that when it comes to running the Hawthorne Football Club mm-hmm. uh, or any sporting organisation, you need diversity in opinions yes, yes, you and do. you need representation from yeah. a vast array of different uh, sections of the community of in course. order to get a, a balanced view on all those things. And, uh, you know, I guess a lot of people... Uh, not a lot, but some people claim that I might be slight left of centre. I certainly had no problems with Jeff Kennett, who is clearly on the right side mm. of politics. Mm. Uh, I have no – provided they're making decisions related to the football club and they're doing it, but to use and suggest that someone who is coming from the left side of politics mm. is woke and is going is, is going to be a the, the, the death or have these – types of views that they're not going to be acting in the best interest of the organisation. Oh, I think we've got to try and compartmentalise things sometimes <laughs> and say Come that on now. very Jerry, smart people and intelligent yeah. people yes. are very good to have on the organisation. And, and a, a range of – providing everybody on That's the board it. can work together and you're, you've, you've got a cause that you're united by. You want people of all different of course, persuasions. Of course. And, and you know what? To 402, who I do – Genuinely wonder whether, in fact, he is a 20-year member of the Hawthorne Football Club and a serious financial investor. Why? Yeah, oh, I just don't. I'm not sure that I'm not sure that he necessarily is, but but that's like, or they mm. are, um, whatever it might be. Mm. But you know, there's an, there's a state election coming up now. now I'm, I, I, you can vote for who you like, but mm. there is a chance that the incumbents will stay uh, in power in perhaps a diminished form, but but po- mm. possibly still be governing the state. If you do need state funds to complete the project or help complete the project out at Dingley, it might not be the worst thing to have somebody who's got a direct line to government uh, on your board who can, mm. um, you know, just uh, cut through a few areas here and there and well, help, help things been, get, help that, things get done. Even to the stage they're at right now, I think there would have already been some significant commitments coming from, from governments. I, I would have thought so. Governments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that know, might include just, the, the prior federal – there might be some federal funds that have been chipped <laughs> in by the prior – a Liberal government and the Labor government here. and Get a bit from oh, everyone, mate. Get That's a bit right. of support from everyone if you can. That's Friends what it's all everyone. about. That's what it's... Have a different opinion, but don't be divisive. No. No. When it comes to football, I'm talking, you know, oh, or everyone, anything, really. Whatever it might be. That's mm. right. So, um, no, no, I, I'm, I'm, um, I think if, 
you're going to tear up your ticket uh, because a bloke's going to be someone's going to be on the board who doesn't necessarily share your political leanings or political views. Um, I don't know. That seems. Mm. I mean, you're entitled to do it, by the way. Mm. No, you know, no, it of is course. a democracy in which we live. And you can you can do whatever you want to do. So, um, well, it's going to be. It'll be interesting to see just how. <laughs> um, go on. Well, people have obviously jumped on and say, so you can't be involved at Hawthorne unless you are a right winger. <laughs> Who's the absurd and irrational one? Yeah, yeah. That bloke's kidding himself. Yeah, no. Well, there's always a bit of pushback, isn't there? You, you go strong on one end of a debate and you're going to encourage mm. a response on the other end of it all. Mm. Uh, we're just about done and dusted, Keith. Uh, the day has flown by. G Healy and B Johnson up next. They will be bringing you sports day. Uh, for the rest of the afternoon into the evening. There's a heap of stuff we didn't get to. No, that's for sure. Not a lot, a few poxes and roxes. Uh, a quick rocks to the Rugby Sevens. We've won the Hong Kong, with the, probably the most famous Rugby oh, Sevens of course it of, is. outside no of the, the yeah. major the Olympics and mm, the other stuff mm, that mm. might be uh, going at the other major international events. But uh, Rugby Sevens, we've won that. The first time in 34 years. That's an absolute rocks. And I had a little rocks for Sophie Molyneux, who we had on the show last week, the yep. skipper from the Melbourne Renegades. They had a tough season, and her bat hasn't been her best friend throughout this WBBL campaign, but carried her bat yesterday to get a very, very important win on the board from a morale perspective for the Renegades, having spoken to her last week. So well mm. under you, Soph. Um, See you tomorrow. Hey, I, I hope so. Have a great night, See folks. See you later.